So, you know, training camp is happening in both sports, right? So we're going to do a little pre-podcast podcast of the top five NBA players hanging into the 2022-23 season and the top five NHL players heading into the 2022-23 season. Uh, let's have a little bit of suspense. So let's go five to one. Okay. Give me a five to one. All right, I'm going to start right off the bat with uh, Joel Embiid. I know you're not going to like this, but that's my fifth best player right now in the world. And do you want to know why I say this? Of course, that's partly why we're here. Pretty much uncoverable by anybody currently in the NBA. Who can cover him right now? Nobody. One Demands a double team. Can shoot it, pass it, take it to the hoop. He's a dominating presence on the court on both ends of the court. Um, so, yeah, he's in, easily in my top five. Who's your fifth pick? My fifth pick is a guy who's aging like fine wine. <laughs> my guy, my fifth pick is LeBron James. Oh, see, we're, we're right into it already. See, okay, and, go ahead. And I, I got LeBron in there because I still think that LeBron is capable with just one other star of competing for a championship. I'm not going to say that the Lakers are going to win it, mm -hmm. but I think LeBron does everything he can to win. You might have to manage his minutes as he's heading into his uh, 38th year. Mm -hmm. I believe, I, I remember, December 30th, he turns 38. So yeah, you might have to manage his minutes a little. He's not the, he's not the best at anything except for getting it done. His, he's such a physical presence. Uh, you can see even the guys 15 years younger. They don't like covering this guy, especially when he's got a head of steam and he's going downhill. And this isn't for what he's done. This is from what I expect for him in 2022, 2023. Okay. I expect him to, you know, with management, it's to be a star in the league. He did come off a 30 PPG uh, game season, points mm -hmm. per game last season, which is incredible for a 37-year-old guy. Yeah. Well, okay, we're going to disagree right off the bat because I got LeBron James quite a bit higher, but we'll get to that. Number four for me uh, is the Joker, Nikola Jokic. And once again, everything I said about Joel Embiid, I could say about Nikola Jokic, at Jokic and more uh, when it comes to passing the ball. This guy is a gifted passer. On a level of almost, almost on the level of a Larry Bird, if you ask me, um, he can score with either hand inside. He's got enough of a three-point threat that you have to go out and cover him. There is nothing on the court that this guy cannot do, and I think he's going to be even better this season because Canada's own Jamal Murray's coming back. So the the, the Joker for me is definitely number four. So I, I wanted to uh, disagree with you, but. We've got the same guy in the fourth spot. Ah, see, you, now you're Even thinking. Even though he's the back-to-back -back <laughs> MVP, I still have to see him do it uh, to, to get over that hump. i got to see him in a finals. Yeah. Like, I, you know, we're from the era of, you know, you got to get there mm -hmm. and lead your team. For sure. Now, they've been shorthanded through injuries. Mm -hmm. uh, Murray. Who's the, uh, the, other, the kid they got there? Michael uh, Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr., yeah. Yeah. If that, he's healthy and yeah, Murray's healthy. That's a healthy. big if, right? Yeah. That's a big if with Porter Jr. He's been injured. I, I, I remember him back in college. He was injured. He was out for the whole year pretty yeah. much. Played like three or four games and was out. Yeah. But this is the thing with Jokic. He changes the game and he makes his teammates better. Not just by his passing. Mm -hmm. Not just by his 
shooting. He's got some incredible old man game plays that I that I see <laughs> I like on that. a nightly basis. <laughs> yeah. But also just a little um I would say underrated his defense. Just his body positioning, mm-hmm. his he's a big frame, he's leaning on guys. I've seen him go out and guard threes and fours and that's incredible to me with a guy of his size. Sure. Okay, you talk about incredible and a guy of his size. That brings me right to my number three pick, Kevin Durant. Uncoverable. Can get his shot off against anybody. Uh, In my books, he's the third best player playing in the world right now. End of story. There's no more. You can't go any more hyperbolic on him because he just goes out there and puts up 30 every game. Uh, Phenomenal score, and we'll give you some defense. That's it. Kevin Durant, number two. And three. you're looking ahead. You're not looking back right here. Right? Dude, you're I don't have looking... to look. I'm telling you, these are the top five players in the world right now. You're not. Okay, so we're going to. Heading into the 2022 23 season. Isn't that what we said off the top? Yeah, heading so into that season. So why are you questioning my pick? I'm just asking if. if no, it sounds back, like you're doubting my pick. No, I'm asking if looking back was part of it, of what he was. Well, so oh, I, well, you, well you hang on a second. Legacy does count for something here. Sure. You have to have done it to get to this point. But these guys are going to keep on doing it. That's what I'm looking at. Getting into this season, these are the guys that are going to be the best players in the league. Okay. Because they're the best players right now. This could change by the end of the season, mind you. But right now, these guys for me are the guys. So, for you, those are the guys. I'm going to look forward like like this list is supposed to be for 2022-2023. For me, I'm going not with a guy who did it 10 years ago. Five years ago, I'm looking forward to Luka Doncic. I think that he's the number three player in the NBA going this season. What he was doing at Eurobasket, dropping 40s, dropping 40s. Not the NBA. I talked to you a month ago, and I said, I'm seeing this guy just in training, just lean, ready to go. And the only thing that was holding him back last season was that he came in out of shape. He smartened up. This guy... Every, at every stage, mm-hmm. he's accelerated his development. Playing with men at 16, 15, 17, being the MVP in Europe in, you know, at a, uh, an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for an MVP season from this guy this year. I firmly believe that he's going to elevate his game. He may score 35 Well, not game. to nitpick with what, you, what your pick is, but you did say... Are you looking backwards or are you looking forwards? Because everything you said about him has already happened. He is not at that level yet, for me. He's not at that level yet. Is he knocking on the door of top five in the NBA? Absolutely. Oh, forget knocking on the door. He smashed it Dude, in. He's, he's top he's, three. He's, not, well, he's not top for three. Me. Not for me. And yet. I expect him fully to come off of the playoff performance he had, the performance at Eurobasket. And I, I, as I said, won't surprise me if he scores 35 a night. All shall be revealed this season no question number two for me um and i had to juggle this one because i I still think he's the greatest player in the game but right now there's one guy that's playing at a level ahead of him we'll get to that um lebron james no question to me he's defied the age factor he's defied the teammates being less than factor over and over again in his career and i think that what he's lost which is very little in terms of his athleticism, he's gained because his mind is still the best mind in the game of basketball. And when you are 6'8", 
250, 260 pounds and move like LeBron James and you think like he does, yeah, you're number two in the NBA in my books heading into the 2022-23 season. I don't need to expound on how good this guy is. The The stats are out there for everyone to look up. LeBron James is in the argument for being the greatest player of all time, not just heading into this season. And I don't see much of a fall off heading into the 23 season. Sure. And as I've got LeBron as five, and I think that's where Wrong. he deserves to be. Mm-hmm. Because my number two guy, I can't believe that you can overlook a guy who changed the way the game is played. Go on any playground court, go on any college <laughs> arena floor, and you're going to see people trying to emulate Steph Curry. And he's my number two guy. And no, I'm not going to look back and say, hey, you know what? The guy just won a championship. Forget that. The way he's come off injury, the way he's changed the culture of Golden State, the way that players come in there, they change. We look at you. You want to talk Canadians? Andrew Wiggins. Changing the way he plays to play with Steph. Mm -hmm. Golden State's still a great team, obviously. But Curry is the engine that drives it. And the way he can shoot and get hot, still uh, at 34, nobody in the game can touch this guy. Except for one guy. Well, I'm going to do you one better because I'm at my number one pick. And I'm going to go with Stephen Curry as the greatest player in the game right now heading into the 2022-23 season. And I'll tell you why. I think that is. Um, yeah, he did lead his team to a championship, kind of improbably, but they won the championship last year. But more importantly, this is a guy whose game shows no wear. The guy is playing at a level that is commensurate with the best he's been in his career, and he's still going up. Um, I don't see this guy going down. I think he's not even leveling off. And the crazy thing is, as you said, he's 34 years old, and that shot of his is just getting better and better. And that is the ultimate weapon in basketball right now. He's the biggest floor tilter in basketball, not named LeBron James. Um, Yeah, Steph Curry, to me, is the number one player in basketball until someone else comes to knock him off his crone. Wow. See, and I didn't see that coming. I thought maybe you didn't have Steph in your top five. No, he's my number one player, I don't know how you could... Overlook my number one player, the Greek freak, Giannis. I'm even going to try. Man. Should I try to say his last name? Go Atan- ahead. <laughs> I won't even try. <laughs> I won't even try it. I've been trying to say it for a decade and I can't say it. But Giannis, to me. Can I interrupt you for a second? I'll tell sure. you why I didn't put Giannis in my top five. No, no, wait, 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 then. Because okay. let's do that afterwards. All right. I, I want to, because you didn't put someone in your top five. I didn't put someone in my top five. Yeah. Let's discuss that after. I'm going to tell okay. you why Giannis is not just in my top five, but number one. Feel free. This guy is a physical marvel. I've seen him take seven strides, mm-hmm. cover the whole court, lay it up over seven footers. I've seen him out rebound everybody on the court. I've seen him control one of the guys in your top five, Kevin Durant, when it really counted. When people would say Kevin Dur- KD is uncoverable, Giannis can cover this guy. Giannis can cover LeBron. That side of the floor, just so that, you know what? I'd even like to see him cover Steph Curry. They only play twice a year. <laughs> but I think Giannis can cover anybody on the floor, and he's almost unstoppable when he has a head of steam and wants to go downhill to the basket. Your number one player, 
for me, has flaws which kept him out of the top five. And okay, I'll tell you this. It. I've seen Giannis get shut down and taken out of the games by the Raptors of all teams, which we'll get to the Raptors a bit later on in the, in the big podcast, the Puck and Hoop podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, yeah, Giannis did not make my top five, but he's knocking on the door, of course, because he's Giannis, and he's a former MVP, and he's a champion and all that stuff. But he's got flaws in his game that still need to be addressed, which I'm sure he will do. Look, by the end of this season, he may well be the number one player in the game on my list. But right now, he's not. So on my list, I left off KD, mm -hmm. Kevin Durant. And I'm going to tell you why I left off KD, one of the greatest scorers I've ever seen. I've been watching basketball, NBA basketball, for 40 years. And this guy, even in his one year in college, he was amazing as yeah. a scorer. But I've always found him one-dimensional. He's fantastic off the dribble, going to the hole, pulling up. As a lot of shooters, as you can see, you, sure, they're great spot-up shooters. Some guys are great off the dribble. He's both. I, I give it to you that he's almost unblockable when his shot is on. But when he's off, I don't think he brings much more to the game. I'll challenge you when you said you think he's underrated defensively. I don't think he's good defensively. I don't think he's good defensively. He gets away with his 6'11 frame and length, but staying in front of other players, I think sometimes he's just disinterested. And again, we're going forward, we're looking ahead. I think he's a ticking time bomb and he could wreck a team. So I don't know how you can say this guy's potential to wreck the Nets, and I don't see how he can be in my top five next year. All right. Well, you know, I'll take that, but I disagree with you about his defense. I think when he's engaged, and he has been engaged quite a bit in his last few years, uh, particularly with the Nets, um, he's a difference maker on defense and on offense. But, you know, hey, your top five versus my top five, that'd be a good ball game that I would definitely watch. So let me ask you, before we, before we sign off of this, Anybody else in the top five, other than Giannis, or anybody else you think could crack the top five, other than Giannis? You mentioned he could, but anybody else in the NBA? One well, guy. I, I didn't have Doncic in, in my top five. I think he's knocking on the door, for real. Um, John Morant, man, has shot up the ranks in the last couple of years for me. He's fun to watch. He's explosive. He's a leader. Better learn to stay healthy, though. Yeah, he's it's always... Banged up. I mean, and he's slight, right? He's slight. Oh, yeah, so. it's 165 pounds. Which is unbelievable. And he's doing some Allen Iverson stuff out there. Yeah. If you go back and Google Allen Iverson when he was young, it's going to blow your mind. Uh, you'll see John Morant 20, 30 years ago. But, uh, yeah, if John Morant can stay healthy, he might just vault into the top five. And there's a handful of players that are going to, like I think, mix and match in the top ten that are, are going to crack into the top five in the next couple of years. And there's a, there's a kid in Toronto that may be knocking on the door of the top ten if his development continues apace, and I'm talking about Scotty Barnes. And we'll talk more about him on the big podcast, the Puck and Hoop podcast. Don't forget to subscribe um, <laughs> down the road. But, yeah, so there's a bunch of players in the league right now. I think there's, there's a, a huge talent push going on right now amongst the younger players. So there's going to be a changing of the guard, but um, those two guys I mentioned for me right now are the, probably the two biggest ones outside of my top five. I know Dante was in your top five, but oh, yeah, definitely in my he's, top he's five. knocking on the door for sure. For me, the guy that would have been in my top five two years ago, and I think if he can play 65 games, 
he will be in that top five a game because there's nobody that can play defensively like him. I don't think in the league. And then I know where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, I don't and think then, in the now, league. See, and you opened up a door. Yeah. You go ahead. Say, no, it, so, say it. Say it. So Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And I mean, if he can play 65 games, yeah. I think he's in the top five. Uh, the but defense that's why is I didn't part. mention him in the top five or my top. He doesn't make my top 10 because he doesn't stay healthy. Well, I mean, he's taken a full year off. Again. So hopefully he'll come back. The other part about him is when the game gets tough, this guy truly is a cyborg. Unfazed. He's unfazed. Yeah. He hits those line drive deep twos or threes. And it's just like amazing. Like this guy is the ultimate pressure player All for right. me. All right. Just to recap, uh, my top five going from five to one. Joel Embiid at five. Jokic at four. Kevin Durant at three. LeBron James at two. And the number one player heading into the 22-23 NBA season for me is one Stephen Curry. Steph Curry. So we, mine's just a little different. I got your boy LeBron at five. Jokic at four, which we had the same guy. And then Luka at three, which I expect huge things. And then we flipped. I got Steph at two. And I got the Greek freak at number one. Okay, there you have it. Those are the top five NBA players heading into the 22-23 season. Next up, let's do the NHL version of the top five. Um, and you get to start this time, Keith, so go right ahead with number five for you. So for my number five guy, I was thinking about this because you were talking to me about it, and I know you love your Leafs, and I was thinking of not putting him in the top five, but for sheer creativity, excitement, mm. um, Ability to change a hockey game on a dime and the flow. I'm putting Mitch Marner in at top five. And as I said, I'm not anyone listening. I am not a Leafs fan, but this guy does things that I've never seen done on the ice. His vision is incredible. The way he can he can pick out people on the rush. I've seen him pick out. I've seen him so many no look passes <laughs> that I'm like, am I watching an NBA game here? Yeah. This guy is going one way. His eyes are looking another way, and the puck finds an open guy for an easy goal. That's why he's in my top five. Well, I'm not going to hate you for that. I'm going to tell you though, I had Marner just a wee bit higher, just a wee bit higher. Um, my starting pair. In the top five, I couldn't decide between these two, so I'm going to keep them both in. Uh, Sidney Crosby and Patrick Kane. I'm going to go with the old guard. I think Crosby is still a game-changing talent, and definitely Patrick Kane is a game-changing talent. Um, two of the older veterans in the league, but still two of the best players in my book. Their records speak for themselves, and I think both of them have something to prove in different ways this coming season. One, Crosby wants to go out a champ. And that's why they brought all those players back, Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang. They want to make one more run at the Cup. That's going to be very interesting to watch. And Patrick Kane, I'm sure, wants to go out a champ, but it's not going to happen in Chicago. So it behooves him to go out and show people just how great he is. So I think he's going to have a spectacular season. And a spectacular Patrick Kane season is something to behold because he's a spectacular player. At the worst of times, when he's playing at his best, oh my goodness. So I have a tie for number five between Sidney Crosby and Patrick King. Wow. Okay. I didn't see that coming, actually. Because mm -hmm. to be honest, at this stage of the game, 2022, 2023, 
You know what? Let me just go ahead with my, with my picks anyways. Yeah. So for me, speed kills. You're going to see speed all throughout my top five. Mm-hmm. And I was going to put this guy a little higher, but you might be surprised. He's a Stanley Cup champion, but yeah, I'm going to put Nathan McKinnon at four. Really? Nathan McKinnon at four. Hmm. I love the way this guy plays. He scores some of the most exciting goals uh, you'll ever see, the end-to-end rushes. But there's a little bit of toughness. There's a lot of edge to his game. And I think that his speed off the rush, his speed when forechecking is incredible. And the guy can just pure out snipe when he wants to. All right. Well, we're going to have a different list again. We started off differently, so why not keep it that way? I've got one Mitchell Marner at number four. Yes, the, uh, my, my uh, list is going to have a couple of leads because you know where this is going. I'm going to start with Mitch Marner at number four and simply because of what you said. The guy really is a magician on the ice. And he may be the best defensive winger in the game right now. Um, he kills penalties. He's on the power play. He's a great assist man. He's becoming a bit of a sniper. And uh, he cares, man. You watch this guy every shift, game in game out this guy is engaged and energized and exciting right now for my money i think he's the best right winger in the game wow okay hey you know what hey i'm not going to really disagree with you Mm -hmm. i had him five uh you had him four yep you know um so i'm still i gotta put a defenseman in here so i've got two abs back to back little surprise that i actually moved him past mckinnon yeah but Makar, I got to put him there. I, I've never seen since, I, I mean, I think he's the fastest skating defenseman I've seen since Paul Coffey. Different style of skater, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the ability to go from offense, I should say from defense to offense, his power play ability changing angles with his speed and not just straight front line speed, quickness yeah. in, the little, in the little spaces, you know? Quickness, it's unbelievable to me how this guy has come in and within three years, or you want to call him two and a half because he came in late, Yeah, um, has really just dominated. And I think he was really, uh, I'm going to say he was a major, major, give him three major hmm. pieces in the Avs winning last year. Well, yeah. He had a great defense, but yeah. he is a difference maker well he was a con Smythe trophy winner for a reason right i'm not gonna argue with you but he didn't make my top five for me i'm gonna go right back to the abzo for number three and put nathan mckinnon there i think he is as dynamic a hockey player as we've seen in a long time he's tough he skates he scores and he scores remarkably incredibly impactful goals the guy just knows how to take over a game um and he gives no quarter he's a tough-minded tough playing hard shooting fast skating force of nature on the ice for me right now the number three player in the world of hockey is nathan mckinnon yeah you know what i still i won't disagree with that i had him in a different (laughs) spot but i'm not going to disagree three four not going to disagree with that. Okay, who'd you have a two? So I don't have a two. How could you not have a two? I don't have a two. Really? I got a one at B. I got oh, a one B. Oh, you're doing that, huh? I got a one B. Okay. Because I, I, I think Austin Matthews is a marvel. Mm. I can't put him at two. I have to put him at one B. And I think he's, I've seen this guy do things on the ice that no big man 
should really do. His yeah. hands are incredible. But batting pucks out of the air, the back passes from behind the net. Mm-hmm. The puck just seems to find him. Or he finds it. Or he finds it. Yeah. But on, on the rush, I, I'm sure he terrifies defensemen mm-hmm. when he's coming down. And, goal, and goalkeepers. And for my money, he's got the best shot in the NHL. Yeah. Well, he's, he's got the best shot in the NHL. And to me, that means something. And we were talking about this the other day. Like, his ability to go into a corner and come out with the puck doing his own puck retrieval. Yeah. You know, this guy is incredible. 60 goals in this era of the NHL is amazing. The only reason he's not my number one guy, believe mm-hmm. it or not, not my number one A, and this is going forward, is because of his health history. That's the only reason he's not my number one guy, one A. Well, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit different. I'm going to definitely put Matthews at number two. And I'll tell you why he's number two. Um, partly it's to do with the team he plays on. They haven't gotten out of the first round yet. And obviously number one is going to be McDavid, and we'll discuss that in a second. McDavid's team has. They were in the Western Conference final last year. Um, until Matthews leads his team out of the first round and hopefully to you know the Stanley Cup final, then I will put him on the same level as McDavid, but that hasn't happened yet. So right now he's a solid number two for me for all the reasons you said. And then there's this one thing, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Whenever Matthews is on the ice, you have to watch him. Every moment he's on the ice, there's an expectation that something spectacular is going to happen. Every single time, whether he has the puck or doesn't have the puck, you think something miraculous is going to happen. I haven't had that feeling watching an athlete since Michael Jordan played, played basketball for the Bulls. So that, to me, puts him right firmly at number two. And I'm going to jump ahead and put my number one pick out there. As everyone knows, it's, it's Connor McDavid. What needs to be said about him? He is the greatest thing on ice right now. Well, the reason I have Connor McDavid at 1A just with as i said it's really just health but what amazes me about mcdavid ever since i used to watch the erie otters highlights of this kid is the way he does things at high speed Mm. he does things with that other players like and and the other thing is he's zero to 60 in three strides yeah he is he does things at high speed controls the puck at high speed, goes in, goes in, well, he picks it off the boards at a high speed. There's no slowing down. When he goes into a crowd, mm-hmm. he's through that crowd. And one-on-one, I don't think I've seen a better player one-on-one other than probably maybe Denny Savard 35 years ago. Yeah. You know, but one-on-one, or Mario. Sorry, Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Mario. True enough. Yeah, but one-on-one, he's one of the greatest players I've ever seen everything's that he shoots the puck his snapshot is lightning fast yeah forget about skating he can't be in an era where there's a bunch of fast skaters we've named some on our list yeah this guy is the best skater he's the best skater i think i've ever seen to, to be, there's no argument to be arguing there. that fact he's a, he's changing the game as we speak so there you have it there's our top five and as as we did in basketball and hoop there's obviously guys who could have cracked the top five that we left off the list for me it was kale mccarr who i think has done a lot to really separate himself from a pretty darn good crop of defensemen um you know there's uh there's a bunch of guys right now playing defense in the NHL 
who can end their careers as Alzheimer's. Right now, I think Makar is just a little bit ahead of them. Um, and that's been proven up by the way he played last year. I don't see any, any chance of that uh, receding this year. Um, you know, the kid that uh, got traded from Florida to Calgary, Jonathan, Jonathan Huberdeau. Huberdeau, you know, top 10 talent in the league, big, tough, high-scoring winger, can do it all. Uh, just a really well-rounded player. Um, there's a bunch of guys right now who are knocking on the door of being top 10 players in the league. The depth of talent in the NHL right now has never been as good as it's been as it is heading into this season. So I think that uh, anyone who puts together a top five or a top 10 list is going to have a hard time. But I think at the very top of the list, there's no denying that Matthews and McDavid are really setting the tone when it comes to skill and ability in 22-23. For me, it's interesting because I think that this the one guy that I think I, he could have knocked Marner off my list. Well, a couple of guys might have been able to knock him off my list, but Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. And what impressed me most about him is I kind of thought, you know, being here in Toronto, not watching a lot of Oilers hockey, that this guy was kind of coasting uh, you know, in Edmonton on, on McDavid. But Mm-mm. two things. Number one, he doesn't always play with McDavid. Yeah. You know, like they, they move them around quite a bit. But the year that uh, McDavid was injured, mm-hmm. this guy just carried the oil. Like he's capable of carrying a team. Yeah. And that really surprised me. He was the MVP just two years ago. Yeah. Well-deserved. Uh, I believe he's 26 years old, going to be 27. He's a late birth. Yeah. So he's going to be 27 soon. But this guy is a horse. He's a big man, mm-hmm. and he can play a bunch of different ways. Well, you Him talk and McDavid about on the rush, a bunch amazing. of different ways. Did you see the performance he turned into the playoffs last season? Oh yeah. I mean, he was banged up, beyond banged up, out there playing on one leg, literally. Yeah. And still would not be denied. I I got a lot of time for players like Leon Dreisaitl, and uh, yeah, he's just outside my top five. Yeah, I, I definitely. The door. Yeah, definitely. I, I think yeah. if, if he, at the end of the year, uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's won't be a shock if he's in the top three or two in scoring. Not at all. Um, he's that, that you talented. Know, he'll be in the race for another Hart Trophy and maybe a, maybe even a Rocket Richard Trophy as well, right? I think I that mean, Rocket Richard Trophy is going to stay right where it is. Well, but this guy's a 50-goal, a legitimate 50-goal scorer. Yeah, he might have to so, get 70 to beat Matthews. Yeah, but he's a legitimate guy yeah. um, and a surprisingly good playmaker. Yeah. So that's why he's just outside my top five. Okay, well, there you have it. The top five from the world of puck and hoop heading into the 22-23 season. There you have it. Thank you.